Welcome to another week of Living a Rich Life. I am your host, Rich James. Here at Living a Rich Life Talk Show, we believe that we encourage, inspire, and pretty much live our day-to-day principles by six elements. Those elements are good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals and achievement, extraordinary experiences, and philanthropy. And with that being said, let's talk about it. Today's guest exhibits all those elements in their life, in in her life, okay? Um, Today's guest is a native New Yorker with over 25 years experience in education. She holds a bachelor's degree from Morgan State University, two master's degrees from Coppin State University, and a doctorate from Morgan State University in Urban Educational Leadership. She is responsible for providing technical assistance to all 24 local school systems um, with their local strategic plans. She is the state coordinator for the Maryland State Application Campaign, providing support to all students, particularly to the vulnerable students. Um, She has the number one book, number one ebook on Amazon in the children's inspiration and personal growth category. Please put your hands together. Please welcome my fellow Morganite, mentor, author, and educator, the amazing Dr. Michelle Daly. Thank you, Rich. Thank you for the introduction. Ah, you're, you're very welcome. So I, I see you, you're looking festive back there. You have your, your tree up and the lights and going on. So you're ready for the holidays? Um, even if I'm not ready, it's going to happen. So yeah, I have to say yes. It's like okay. Thanksgiving was yesterday and Christmas is like tomorrow. It's time is going by so fast. Ah, this is true. This is true. So let's let's get right into it, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about kind of your, your book. Because a few things, again, I, as a Morganite, I didn't, you know, everyone writes, but I didn't know reading the book that you had such such skills in that in that area. So I want to get right into the book and kind of get folks to understand who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want you to tell your story. How, how does that sound to you? Okay, perfect. All right. So so first and foremost, when did you first realize that that you could write and let's say wanted to be a writer, become an author? Okay. the first thing I'll start off with by saying this is something that has been on my vision board for about five years. So I truly believe in putting things out there to kind of hold yourself accountable so you can see it. Um, I didn't know how to basically start writing. Um, And so this really came about with me. Well, going to school, I always liked to write. Mathematics was not my passion. Writing was always my passion. So, um, you know, for the past few years, like I said, I wanted to write books, um, but like I didn't know how to do it. And I actually stumbled on this um, going through Instagram one Sunday night. I stumbled over a young man who was praying. Um, His name is Young Executive. He's also Morganite. Um, Member Kappa Alpha Psi, you may know him, Carl Michelle. Um, and I stumbled over him um, and then reached out to him um, eventually, because I noticed that every Sunday when I opened my Instagram page, I kept, you know, um, going on to his page. He was praying at night. He's someone, you know, and I'm into God and everything. And I finally reached out to him and found out that he, he has a workshop 
that helps individuals to write books. And so that's how I kind of stumbled onto um, really going into my passion and making it um, a reality. Okay, so that's what's up. Mm -hmm. There's always a catalyst somewhere uh, to kind of get things moving, get things moving. So during this time, we're again, we're going to have folks, they're going to probably chime in. Uh, One of the things that I like to mention, um, folks that are watching and tuning in, um, I'm going to ask some questions to Dr. Michelle Daly. Um, You have an opportunity to win tickets to Dave Cowser's event at the end, close to, you know, in the middle of the show, I'm going to ask. And those that have the answers, then, um, you know, pretty much you're going to win some tickets. It's a hot, it's a hot show. It's a hot event, uh, December 17th at um, uh, the Hyatt. So, just want to put that out there. So you make sure you stay tuned. I'm going to ask some questions and all of them are going to be pertaining to your book. Mm-hmm. Um, and first and foremost about you. So you're telling your story here today on living a rich life. Definitely. So tell us the name of the book and uh, um, just again, how, the concept, how'd you come with the concept? Okay. So the title of the book is welcome home Lennox L E N N O X. Um, like I said, you know, starting out and working with Carl Michelle, write a legacy. Um, I know, you know, I wanted to write a book and I, 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 you know, being in education for a long period of time, I'm always turning situations into teachable moments for um, children. And so I wanted to write a book about a child earning, you know, earning something. Um, a friend of mine, actually, this book is about a real family. This is an actual real family that I know. Um, and my uh, friend who's the mom in the book posted a picture of her giving her son a dog. And so it clicked to me instead of having this child getting a dog, turn it around to a teachable moment to have him earn a dog. And so I included the character traits, the decision-making, the problem solving, the family unit. And so that all comes from, I guess, being in, um, in um, education and being a teacher and thinking of ways to teach kids how to earn things and some of the character traits they need to have. And, you know, and having the child connect in his behavior in school, because our kids are, I mean, uh, a lot of our kids are doing some good things. You know, we always try to um, sometimes point at some negative things that kids are doing. So if they're doing good things, I wanted to, to, to show how a child is doing some good things in school and home and how he connects it to the character traits that he needed in order to earn something that he wants. So that's the whole gist of the book. But it's, it's, it's a real family um, the names are real. Um, I mean, and I was just so honored that they, you know, were happy. The fact that I, um, did the book to kind of show how, um, you know, how, how kids can be really good and how they can earn things. Absolutely. So, so how long did it take you to, to write, write this book? So during the pandemic, once I started, um, I actually stepped out on faith, you know, to me, very spiritual person. I felt that God was waiting for me to take that first step. And after that, during the pandemic, Rich, I actually wrote five children books. Mm. So this is my first one. My second one is with the illustrator already. Um, and I'm looking forward. I, I feel I have more inside me. I think, I think that once I stepped out on that faith, that now, you know, I'm getting the encouragement and, you know, the kind of, uh, um, you know, just really excited about sharing some more ideas to kids about, you know, about different things that they can learn about. Um, for example, my second book is titled, I See Me and You. Mm-hmm. Um, as a teacher, every Black History Month, teachers are teaching about the same individuals, which are good, but we never get a chance to teach our kids about things about like um, household things that 
like black people have invented. And so the book is about young black boys and girls seeing themselves into some of the individuals who have invented things like the remote control, the mailbox, the doorknob, the dustpan, mm-hmm. the curtain rod. So things around their house and they can actually see themselves as that person, just like, you know, the person who was famous in inventing things. Nice. So that second book is called I See. I See Me. I See and, Me. Right. I See Me and You. So it's, it's basically the pictures of, a li- for, for example, I have um, Earl Graves, who was a Morganite. Yes. Um, and so it's a little boy seeing himself, see, you know, standing in front of a long mirror, seeing Earl Graves in the mirror and telling Earl, Earl Graves, I see me in you as a young man, seeing me growing up to somebody being like you. Okay. I, I love it. I love the concept. So here we have, right? So folks that are just tuning in, they're watching. Here we have a copy of Welcome Home Linux. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to say, uh, Leon, he, he said the book is incredible. He, he brought three Thank copies. Thank you. That's, that's, that's what's up. And it is. It's, it's very nice. You know, I've had uh, the opportunity to read through it. Mm-hmm. And this is actually one of the gifts I'm going to give to my niece and my nephews because they, they, they love to read. And this is really, this is a really good book. So tell folks how they can get a hold of Welcome Home Linux. Okay, so Welcome Home Linux is available on, on um, Amazon uh, in paperback and an ebook. Um, but you can also purchase it on my website, which is elotllc.com. Elot stands for Empowering Leaders of Tomorrow, LLC.com. But for, in, in, um, you know, for Amazon, you can get it for free shipping and in a couple of days. Very, very nice. Very nice. So, folks, um, again, take notes because, again, we're talking to Dr. Michelle Daly. Um, you can call in Be Exposed Radio 443-642-9403 if you have questions and would like to chat with uh, Dr. Daly. Uh, let's keep this going. So um, with the first book that you wrote, right, mm-hmm. and these folks, my folks got these questions. They just had so many questions because um, some of them, they, they're trying to do just this, and that's write some children's books and actually write. Now, is all of your books currently geared just towards children? Is this something that be geared towards adults in the future? What does that look like? All my books now are for children. Um, I can tell you how I started. I actually started to write the story of my life. And when you start to kind of write about yourself, you don't realize how many, um, how much pain or how much situation you have suppressed. And so for me, it got kind of heavy. And so what I did was kind of switched over to kind of, you know, get a little lighthearted with it and start writing a children's book. And next thing you know, I was writing number one and then number two and then number three, number four, number five. So I think this is my lane to write children's book. I think eventually I probably will go back to write a book, you know, write writing books for um, adults. But for right now, I think um, I think I have more in me being an educator, trying to teach kids, um, you know, many things that since, since I'm not in the classroom anymore, so I'm not directly um, interacting with kids. I guess this is my way of, of satisfying my desire to be around children. What does your family think of your writing? Oh, excited, excited. Um, my daughter, who was a Morganite also, um, uh, Kiara, she, I mean, just getting approval from her meant the world to me. Um, you know, my entire family, all my family in New York, Canada, all over, 
Um, and it's just been overwhelming feedback and support from friends, friends who I consider family. Um, to me, it's just it's just a little book and I'm just telling kids, you know, you can earn something. But I guess um, because I'm so humble, um, you know, I'm just looking at it as just a book, but other people are looking at it as way more. So um, everyone is just really excited. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm excited. I, I will say that my, my team does some pretty good research. Mm -hmm. um, so what's some of the feedback you've gotten from some of your readers? Um, as you know, this is a must read. Um, this is a book that, you know, every every child should read, um, especially when you're teaching a, a child how to earn things. You're trying to teach a child about character traits that they should have, how important those those things are, not just for being a child, but also character traits that you carry on throughout adulthood. Um, so, I mean, the feedback that I've gotten from Amazon, from text messages, from emails have been very positive. I've also been asked already to come to schools to speak to children. And, and I've had a few churches who bought it for their children ministry. And, you know, so like the, the, the feedback has been to me, it's just overwhelming. But to me, it's, it's just a book. So I guess like it's just me. <laughs> it's just saying, no, you know, this is just a little book where people are saying, no, this you know, book like this is needed, especially with black children and the black family. Absolutely. So, like I said, I got a good research team. So someone that brought the book and it, they brought the book apparently for their kids. So and this this message pretty much kind of sums it up. I passed your book on to the kids, boom, the little fella named his stuffed animal after the dog in your book. Mm -hmm. Get Welcome Home Linux at Amazon. So you folks are definitely feeling uh, one of his, his sons actually named their dog Linux, his, his mm -hmm. stuffed animal Linux. So that's that's pretty um, that's pretty powerful. Yeah, pretty yeah. Inspiring. How, how does that make you feel? It really makes me feel good. I mean, I know that the kids are getting a lesson from it, but to get, um, you know, idea to name their stuffed animals after the characters in the book, that, I mean, that's a good feeling too. And also getting feedback that um, kids are really learning about the lessons that the book intended to teach. That means even more to me too. Absolutely. Absolutely. What makes a good story, Dr. Daly? Tell us, what, what makes a good story? We're going to start plucking your brain when it comes yeah, to writing. I see. I see. You, you, wrote, you, wrote, you wrote five books. This one has been published already. The other one's in the hands of the, the illustrator. Mm -hmm. um, so tell us, what, what makes a good story? Something that comes from your heart. Something that is of interest to you. Um, that's when you put your all into it. Um, something that you know that will make a difference. You know, when I write children's books, I want to be able to have the kids to be able to have conversation about what's in the book and to see themselves in the book and to be able to ask more questions, you know, about what the book is about and to be able to take it further and to kind of look into researching more things. So, for example, if a, if a child read Welcome Home Lennox and they hear about these three character traits, responsibility, respect and compassion, mm -hmm. how is it I can find out about what are other character traits that I can learn about or and then I can learn to have? So for me, it's teaching and, you know, making sure that children get a lot out of this book more than just what the pages tell them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I got to say, it's definitely, I love the, the illustration. I love the words. I love the message. Um, 
and I can see why it's number one um, on ebook on Amazon. I, I definitely can see that. I definitely can see that. Tell us what else is Dr. Michelle Daly very passionate about? Because you're a, you're a mentor, an educator. Those are uh, educator is no easy trait. But now you add author onto this uh, this this long list of uh, accolades. Tell us. I'm passionate about teaching and learning. Like I never want to stop learning. Um, yeah, I've been to school a few times, but I think I want to, to kind of step out of my comfort zone to learn some new things. Mm -hmm. um, other things I'm passionate about is family and friends. Um, another other small thing I'm passionate about, which is not nothing to do with a book, is working out <laughs> and eating right. <laughs> you know, um, I'm in the gym at like two, three o'clock in the morning. Um, most of the time for like a couple hours, um, eating right and just, just being healthy. And that's one of your elements that you spoke about. I think that that was the first one that you mentioned. Good health. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So as I get older, I'm learning more about being more healthier mm -hmm. and thing, you know, eating healthier and just, you know, just even, even my surroundings and having people around me and the things that I say and, and things that I hear, trying to be more healthy, not just physically, but also mentally and um, spiritually. Right. So tell us, with that being said, what are some of the things that you like to do when you're not when you're not writing? Um, spending time with family and friends, um, working out. Um, I don't go out a lot, which is probably, well, first of all, if we're in the middle of a pandemic. That's number one. Um, <laughs> right, right. And it seems like it's multiplying every time we um, go to sleep and wake up. Um, but I think trying to think of new ways to... Um, come up with ideas to write more. Um, you know, now that I'm in this, this whole realm of creating stories, um, I think I want to try, you know, try to do more, try to come out of my comfort zone a little bit more. What that will look like, I'm not sure yet, but, you know, with prayer and asking God to direct me, I'm sure he will. So what is, what is your writing process look like, right? I, I, you know, because you hear things, you read things, you see things in a movie, um, you know, do you got to be off in the cabin, away from folks? Um, do you have music that you play? What's your writing process look like when you're, when you're trying to put these books out? It's crazy because I'll have notebooks all over the house. And so when something comes to mind, I make sure I write it down because I don't want to forget it. So even with that, I may sleep with a notebook next to my bed. So if I think of something, I write it down knowing that whatever I write down will possibly change, like the title and the content, but just mm -hmm. getting stuff down. And then it's like putting a puzzle, a, a, a puzzle together. So it's like taking all the pieces eventually and then putting it together. Um, so that's my process. I mean, I don't have any like secret, but like I did mention, write a legacy workshop or um, Morganite, um, our fellow Morganite, Carl Michelle, I'm telling you, he has, I think 76 number one books now in a row. Right. So um, for anyone who wants to write a book, and I'm always, you know, shouting out my friends and family, um, you know, please reach out to him on, on, on um, Instagram and, um, you know, try to link up with someone who can give you support and guidance on how to do it. Um, he even taught me how to self-publish my book. So um, let's, let's, let's talk about that, because that was a question that my team put together. Like, how do you get books published? That's that was something I was like, oh, OK. And okay. I think they was asking for their own benefit, but that's OK. That's what that's why I pay him for it, to put the questions together. Right. Right. When, well, when, I, when, as I like to call it. Right. <laughs> well, 
Well, like I said, um, the workshop, Write a Legacy, Carl mm-hmm. Michelle teaches you the entire process. I mean, the entire process. So now, now that I've done the first book, I, you know, he leaves you with so much that now when I finish the second book and the third and the fourth, I can basically do it myself. I even uploaded to Amazon myself and did all, did all of that by myself, but it's through what he taught me how to do. Oh, okay. Well, that's, 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 that's good to know. Yes. Yes. It was nerve wracking. It was nerve wracking at first because it's like, you know, you click this button, it was like the red button that's going to blow the world up, you know? And I felt like if I click this button, it goes wrong. I'm all in panic mode and everything. And, you know, for a while I was, and then I reached out to him and he was like, calm down, calm down. It's going to be okay. And, you know, after doing it once, it's like, I feel that I could probably teach somebody else how to do it too. Okay. What, what advice, what suggestions would you give to folks that are looking to become an author or, you know, writing, whatever it looks like, get into that creative realm? What advice would you give them? I'll say a lesson I learned for myself is don't think that anything is too small for other people to know. You know, you might think, oh, this is nothing that, you know, that's going to really make a difference. Whatever you think of, write it down um, and then keep building on it. Um, and just know it can be done. I mean, you know, going through the process, it was very nerve wracking. Um, I didn't think that it could happen. Um, but I just kept going and don't stop. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and whatever is on your mind as an idea, like I said, whatever it is, write it down, put it in the book, but just, but don't leave it. Don't write it and leave it alone. Go, you know, go back to it. Um, one thing I did is write every single day. I wrote every single day. So even after long days of work, even if it was just to write two sentences in the book, any idea come to mind, I just make sure I write it down. Um, yeah, so that's what I would say. Just so, just to be clear, so you wrote five different books mm-hmm. during this COVID's what, two years in now? Mm-hmm. Two years? So you wrote five different books in a two-year period. And um, again, again, this the Welcome Home Linux. It's a nice. I, I, clearly, I don't have the e the ebook, right. <laughs> but um, I mean, this is just well. This is really well put together. This is really well put together when I and I look at it, and it always does my heart to see folks, uh, especially Morganites, mm-hmm. um, doing positive stuff. So I, I do want to say thank you for all those. And, and Leon is right. This is definitely a, a good read. And um, it is really put together real well. I, I will say that I don't know why you got the Lakers jersey on. Somebody from New York. <laughs> I can tell you because a little boy loved the Lakers and he loves skateboarding. So if you look on the back of the book, there's a skateboard um, that's leaning up against and the door. And a football. And a football. So those are things that he likes. I try my best to put things that would really make it authentic as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing, if someone really wants to be a good writer, you want to make sure that your words, you know, because it's not just the words that makes the book. It's really the illustrations. Mm. So if you look at the illustrations, I know a lot of people started looking through the pictures first and then they go back and read the book. Um, My experience first, I had an illustrator in the beginning and it was not what it should be. This illustrator right here um, actually was introduced to her from another Morganite um, who was an author, um, Kenji Jackson. And um, once she sent me the first picture of, you know, me describing what I wanted in the picture, 
I was like, I'm definitely using her for every everything else that I do. So and getting a good illustrator will really make your book um, pop or make it better. <laughs> that's, that's the New York. You know, yeah. I'm a New Yorker too. He he's, makes it pop. Look, yeah. And I'll respond with no doubt. I was born yeah. with no doubt. <laughs> yes. So for those that are just tuning in, watching and listening, um, we are talking to Dr. Michelle Daly. We are talking all things Welcome Home Linux. Um, the number one ebook on Amazon. And I will say, um, if you haven't gotten a copy yet, you definitely need to go out and get a copy. Um, you do it now, you get a ticket to, uh, and let me know, you get a ticket to Dave Cowsley event, which is next week, December 17th. So purchase the book now. It's, it's a, a well-deserved, good read, and you get a ticket. It's a VIP ticket. I don't like to put numbers out there, but uh, it's a hundred dollar ticket. So you can go ahead and support Dr. Daly and, um, and, and, and go have a good time at the same time. So um, please call in folks because now's the opportunity to, to, to win a, a ticket. So there's going to be more to it. So I want to talk a little more about, um, so you got welcome home Linux. Mm-hmm. You have, I see me and you, mm-hmm. um, is it okay to, to kind of stir the pot and say what the, the titles of those other ones are up and coming? Sure, I can because they're all copywritten already, <laughs> title and content. So um, that's one I'll thing you want to make that. sure. Yeah, you want to make sure that when you get an idea that you go and get it copywritten, get, get what's called get uh, what's called an ISBN number, which is on the barcode in the back, you know, off, uh, off the book to make sure it identifies your book, your content, your idea, your illustration. So no one else can take that. Um, I have a book called The Little Greek in Me. I had to do Little that. Greek? The Little Greek in Me. Of course, being a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, you being what, a Sigma? That That um, is correct. Right? Uh, Carl Michelle, as I mentioned, his workshop, he's a, a member of Kappa Alpha Psi. So, you know, being around a lot of Greeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. the story of two little kids who see their parents with sweaters on with these letters on their sweaters. And they're kind of confused because they figured I already know all my alphabets. What are these letters? (laughs) And so it's a story where the parents are teaching the kids about these Greek letters, the colors, what the organizations are. And then being a state coordinator for the college campaign for Maryland, I I threw in there that, you know, the kids having to go to college first, you got to make a decision on which Greek organization you want to be in. It has to be something of interest, you know, because you have to have that brotherhood, that sisterhood. So again, inserting a lot of different lessons that children or parents can have with um, children, um, and also talking about the divine nine, how Greek uh, how how Greek organization started. Um, so yeah, it's the little Greek in me. So little kids wanted to know how they can be a part of the divine nine and making a decision to become a Greek member. Oh, I, I love it. I like I like that. I like that. Did you have well? Let's let's ask this question a different way. What is your favorite kid book that you remember reading? Um, oh, gosh. It's just so many. Because, um, you know, you did a lot of reading, and, and I, I was never really a reader until I got older. Um, you know, you would, you, you would read, you know, the... the 
the stories of, uh, you know, the three right. little I mean, a lot of the Dr. Seuss books and stuff like that. Um, but then with my mom, I'm, I'm, you know, I was reading the Bible a lot. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, my mom being a very spiritual person, my mom um, passed away years ago. But, um, you know, I know a lot of the stuff that I do is also part of what she instilled in me, mm -hmm. which is education and reading and writing and, you know, that that um, that uh, foundation. But I think a lot of the Dr. Seuss books is what stuck with me. And mm -hmm. I don't remember reading a lot of books that had a lot of images like myself. And you know what? That's that's what I was going to say. I think. These types of books, mm -hmm. um, even understanding the, the history of as African-Americans, because mm -hmm. um, they, you know, I recall being young and in school and, and, and elementary. I never really recall seeing these type of books. Right. Um, so that I think that's, again, this this is this is really good and understanding that there are other successful or well-known individuals that you know, we played a lot in terms of adding to this, to this country. So uh, I thank you for sharing that as well. Um, <clears throat> do you have a favorite, favorite author? Um, not really. I mean, like the Maya Angelou, you know, um, authors like that, female authors like that, but no really specific favorite. Inspire um, you. Let's say, let's not, let's not use the word favorite. Let's see, because it could be more than one, right? So let's say, what authors in, inspired you? Well, maybe not just authors. Maybe someone like you said, maybe your mother or, or an experience. What, what are those things that inspired you to actually start writing? Well, like the author I mentioned, like my Angelou and, you know, um, individuals like that. But um, I would definitely say my mom. Mm -hmm. um, my mom was big on education and learning and never stopped learning. Although you've learned something, you need to learn more or you can learn more. I remember... Her telling me after high school, I had three choices of what I wanted to do, either college, college, or college. <laughs> I didn't want to make it out. <laughs> three choices, and I was like, okay. So you can tell everything was education. You know, um, if I took a test in school and I came home with a 98, you know, my mom was like, good, but where, where are the two points? You know, so mm -hmm. that's how she was. And it wasn't to be a mom where she was too tough on me, but to kind of increase my expectation and have myself increase the bar on myself. Um, and also realizing that I can do more than what I think I can do. Right. You know, so, yeah. I would say my mom was a, was a great um, inspiration to me and still is. Okay. One, one of the questions I always like to ask my, my guests as we talk about your story, as it can be, um, what does living a rich life mean to you? Ugh. Living a rich life to me being is, I'm, I'm going to take it back to God and being blessed, having blessings. Because um, it's not all about money and material things. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. It's about being fulfilled with walking in your passion, walking in your purpose, and knowing what your purpose is, and not just being all over the place, and asking God for guidance to put you on that path for that purpose. And then when you get on that path to live that purpose, make sure you live it to the fullest. Mm. That's always interesting. I, I love I love always get interesting responses, you know, because I, I asked that. That's like a standard question. 
when I when I ask on the show, I have guests on the show, kind of what what does living a rich life mean? Because like you said, it's not just about finances. Um, mm-hmm. In all actuality, it is a part of it, right? Right, right, right. You know, Reality. It's definitely, it's definitely a part of it, uh, but it's not the only thing. It's not. It's definitely not the only only thing. All right. So you gave me three. The fourth title of 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 your 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 fourth book. Okay, so you know we went through this Black Lives Matter um, situation. We still are. It's not not just it's not a sit you know not a situation, but um, events or things that happen. So. Um, being an educator, I was thinking about, you know, as adults, we are struggling with so many things that has happened over the years. Um, and so what I thought about is a child, you know, how are they kind of dealing with everything that's going on? Mm-hmm. So I have a book titled You Matter. So it's telling the child you matter. And it has some positive affirmations in it, positive affirmations from famous people that they can identify with, such as rappers and singers, you know, and so forth. And then giving students or children an opportunity to express themselves in, in different ways. So given an opportunity for a child to write, draw, or write a song or rap lyric to express themselves. So I thought about using it in a way where you can get a child to open up, you know what I'm saying? So they can kind of express what they're going through and how they feel about certain things. And then um, I had a few friends who are counselors and psychologists who actually looked at the book and said this would be so helpful you know, for a counselor or a parent or a psychologist or someone who just needs to have a child who's not really opening up about things that they're going through, but giving them an opportunity to be able to give them different modes on how to ex- how to um, basically express themselves. So hopefully maybe that would be my third one after I see me and you mm-hmm. and maybe try to drop a little Greek in me around homecoming time. I think that'd be perfect time. <laughs> I, I love it. If nothing else, we, we think in all aspects of, of the business that I, right. I I love it. That's, that's that, that makes strategically. sense. Strategically, you have to drop the books. <laughs> exactly. That definitely makes sense. Homecoming. I, well, I'll be sure to get that one being uh, a fellow Morganite in a Greek letter organization, historical black Greek letter organization. Cause I don't like to say that I'm, I'm Greek. I'm, I'm I'm from the Bronx. I'm not. <laughs> right. I'm from Brooklyn, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I won't hold that against you, Michelle. I won't hold okay. that against you. All right. <laughs> so, tell me about uh, when you first, you know, this idea of of writing this book to start writing again. We was in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Did you other other than you know the folks that you you mentioned already? <clears throat> excuse me. What were uh, in terms of what, what was your approach, right? What, what was your approach? Okay, you know what? I got an idea. I want to write. What was your approach to, to putting this book together and putting all your books together? Well, first, when I started, I, I, I'm still in the mode of not really knowing how it's going to work out. You know what I mean? So you just kind of like step out on faith. And like I said, I was writing every day started drawing out some of my illustrations of what, you know, I, I can't draw, so they look crazy. <laughs> I love it. But trying to like put my idea, um, you know, together to see what I think that it should look like. Honestly, one book, I mean, I probably changed the whole context or the layout of the book many, many, many times. And that, that, that's what will happen when you're writing. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, I mean, like I said, this is my first time. So it's no like strategic out, you know, like layout or 
um, process that I went through. Um, I went through the workshop with um, Carl Michelle, um, but then it's kind of like taking on and what I learned and kind of making it my own. So that's what I had to do. So it's, I mean, it's just writing, 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 keep writing every day um, and kind of, you know, taking any idea you have and putting it on paper and just kind of like moving it around and just kind of see how it fits. Nice. So let's share with folks again um, how they can get in contact with you. Uh, once again, how they can get a hold of your of your book. Okay, so it is available on Amazon um, in ebook and paper book, paperback, paper book format. Um, but you can also purchase it on my website, with, which is elotllc.com. Um, to get in touch with me is the email elotllc at gmail.com if you like to get in touch with me. All right. So we want you to stick around, folks. All right. So now, for those that are watching and tune in, um, a few things. First, if you can tell us, if you can provide, um, I don't say proof, but let us know that you actually went out and purchased one of Michelle's books, Dr. Daly's books, then you will be eligible to get a free ticket to the Kelsey event next week. Um, I also want you to tell me how long it, um, how long it took her to write the first book, Welcome Home Linux, again, which you can get on Amazon. It's a good read. And then the final question, let's, let's ask, uh, matter of fact, let's see here. When did Dr. Daly first realize that she wanted to be a writer? So you can call in, you can put your comments in the chat. That's the opportunity to uh, to win, or you can shoot us an email. You can do what you can, but either you can do it live or give us a call, and we'll make it happen. So, um, so stick with me real quick, Doctor Daly. I have a few announcements. Is that is that a work? Will that yes, work? Sir. Yes, sir. All right. So again, folks, um, some of the things that's happening with living a rich life. We took a little break to kind of see what the next phase, next phase of, of, of the brand, of the organization, of the team looks like. So uh, one, we will be hosting Bordeaux and Black event for New Year's Eve. Um, looking to, to for that um, with um, a Zeke, Zeke way um, at the local bar. It's going to be great. It's a wine tasting New Year's Eve event. It's going to be stupendous, stupendous. Um, up and coming also, we have Living a Rich Life Comedy Showcase, January 13th. I want you to stay in tune for that. So a lot of good things happen, Living a Rich Life. A lot of good things happening here on BeExposedRadio.com. Um, so hopefully you continue to follow us, continue to tune in. So again, reach out and um, answer those questions, any form or fashion. The first individuals that give me the, the answers They'll win the tickets. Pretty, pretty, pretty easy. Pretty easy. Pretty simple. So, we got a few more questions for you, Michelle. Okay. All right. Um, sure. So, oh, where are you? So, we already covered that. We already covered that. In terms of, you know, you, you think about all these these writing styles, um, AP writing and 
all that good stuff. I, I don't even know who made that up. I think that's just a thing for for for, for college folks, right? Um, but what would you say is your your style of writing? Well, when you talk about APA style, that's just like a format okay. of writing. Um, um, my style of writing is just when things come to mind, I just write it down, you know, like I've been singing, um, you know, just pick a topic and then anything that comes to mind, I just kind of write it down. Um, even if it doesn't make sense at the time, <laughs> you know, I just kind of put it on paper and write it down. And like I said, after maybe about a month or so, it's like putting a puzzle together. You know, and so I take one page and I take one paragraph and I put it, I see if this, this fits with it. Um, and then I actually write before I actually think about what the pictures are going to look like. You know, so I write things out first and I write a description of what I want the pictures to look like and then I may draw it out. So that's my process on how I write. So, because I, I will say like, again, I was never really an avid reader, but some things that I have read you got to use your imagination mm-hmm. when there's no actual pictures, right? And so you go like you'll see a movie, and I'll be like, "Oh, well, the actual book was better, right?" So when you write, you visualize, and again, I guess the illustrator, I guess they had to read, mm-hmm. and you were okay that again. You mentioned that the first one didn't really work out for you, but you can actually visualize what that looks like based on the the words. In, in the book. Right. And then when you're writing a children's book, you have to make sure that your illustrations are strong because that's what really attracts people to your book, especially children, because they want to see colors, you know what I'm saying, and what things look like before they start reading the book. So you have to make sure you do, your description of your pictures are very, um, are very concise for the illustrator to make sure that they bring into life your words and your description uh, and, and what you really want to you know, to be laid on those pages because those pages really make the book. The pictures make the book. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kids are attracted to colors and characters before they're before. They must they're, be a big kid. <laughs> a lot of people, because the way this book is so colorful and and the, the cover is so attractive, is like you know, you see the covering is like I want to see what this book is about. I want to see more about this little kid and the relationship. You know, is that his sister? Is who is that? Is that his neighbor? You know, it's like you want to look through yeah. more about the pictures before you read the book. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you clearly thought this through. You clearly thought this through. Because all those things that you said, I, you never know all the things that go into writing. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole, you know, I know a little bit of marketing and stuff. But like I said, with kids, it's, 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 it's colorful. You know, Linux. I'm like, well, why the name Linux? <laughs> um, you know, but I, I mean, I, I got that now. But it's it's like very eye catching. It's very very attractive. Very 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 attractive. So, um, well, is it is it anything else you want to share with us during your journey as, as an author? Um, if anyone wants to do it, I would just say just step out on faith and just 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 do it. Um, don't feel that, like I said before, what you're writing is too small or something that's not interesting because you you start out small and you keep writing and writing and writing and it becomes bigger than what you possibly thought it could be. And then once you do one, once you really start, you know, like you get on that road, you start driving, you know, once you take that first trip, the next ones will, you know, it will keep, it will keep going and keep going and keep going, but never think that something is too small and that you can't do 
This is just like anything else in life where you kind of step out on faith and just to see what happens. Absolutely. I, I, I love those words. I love those words. So what we do is we usually have a, a closeout session um, and we call it living a rich life, closing remarks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want you to stick around because I think as we close out, that's that's a good point that, that you mentioned just to just to go out on faith. So God, I missed the studio. Money. I got to get over it, as he says. So we, we talk about confidence. This is living a rich life, closing remarks. You have the power to move with true confidence. Confidence is not they like me. Confidence is I'll be fine if they don't. Mm-hmm. Life can be challenging. The key is to get focused and stay focused and know your worth no matter the circumstances. Keep shining even when it's difficult. Sometimes the darkest nights produce the brightest stars. Thank you, Dr. Michelle Daly, for sharing your story. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, you have uh, an inspiring story that that I, I got to tell you that I, I love it and I uh, look forward to, to the next couple of books coming. Um, if you have an inspiring, inspiring story and, and think you can motivate folks, then by all means, reach out to us, contact us via livingarichlife.net. You can contact us here at Be Exposed Radio. Um, until next week, be confident and continue to be inspired to live a rich life. This is Rich James saying goodnight, and thank you for tuning in to BeExposedRadio.com. Till next week, stay safe, folks. Thank you, Rich. Thank you. Love it. Love it. See, normally, Michelle, normally I take my guests out. That that was the thing when I first started. Oh, okay. Um, So we'll just have to get you on the books, but I do want to catch you. Get my copy signed. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yes. Um, tomorrow. How does your your day look this week? The rest of the week. Oh, yes. Hmm.